Hi, this is Carl, and I'm here with Rayanne Buccianico, who is the owner of ABC Solutions and SBSer of the Year. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. So Rayanne is going to be one of the speakers at the SMB Online Conference, and in fact, uh, unlike anybody else, I have asked her to make two different presentations because the material she covers is so critically important to your business. We have, in the 15 hours we're doing this year, three hours is going to be on finances, and two of those hours are brought to you by Rayanne. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do for a living? Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me here on the podcast, Carl. I'm really excited to be here, and I'm really happy to be part of your online conference this year. Uh, my name is Rayanne, and I own a small company in Clearwater, Florida. It's called ABC Solutions, and what I do is I work with MSPs and IT consultants around the country, and I help them get their accounting package, whether they're using QuickBooks, Peachtree, Math90, Great Plains, get the information into their accounting system so that they can get the information back out and make decent management decisions. All right. So at the uh, conference, you're going to talk about a few different things. Obviously, <clears throat> two hours, we, we're not going to be able to summarize it all here in a few minutes, but um, you and I were talking before the call about some basic reports that people need to do. When you go into a new ISP client, are you finding that they they do some reports but they don't do enough reports or they don't do any reports or what does it normally look like? Many times I will walk into a, an MSP and take a look at their accounting system and ask them what reports they run on a regular basis. A lot of times I get... Well, at the end of the month, I run my sales tax report so I can do my sales taxes. And uh, and I look at the um, bank account inside my QuickBooks or whatever I'm using, and I like to make sure that the accounts are reconciled, so I'll use the online banking. Um, but as far as monthly reports go, some people will run the P&L and take a look at the P&L and see if there's a number at the bottom line, whether that number is positive or negative. Beyond looking at that gross profit number or that net profit number, a lot of people don't even understand how that information is useful to them. Almost nobody runs a balance sheet, but if they do, uh, a lot of times they're not even taking that information and looking at it to see whether or not they have enough money to pay their bills the next week. And more times than not, more times than not, I I can't tell you the last time I've talked to one person who runs a cash flow report. They know they need the money at the end of next week to meet payroll, but some people uh, use a little spreadsheet in Excel and they say, okay, uh, it looks like I might have enough money by the end, or I need to collect another $5,000 in order to meet payroll, and oh, by the way, payroll taxes are due too. Uh, However, there are uh, some tools inside QuickBooks and most accounting systems that actually can forecast your cash flow for you. So I did not know, and I've been using QuickBooks for 18 years, so I didn't know that there was a cash flow report in QuickBooks. So I, it's just something I've never, I guess, I just never looked at. Um, so is this something I can just go click, click and run cash flow, or 
what what do I have to do to make it make sense? Well, it's not quite that simple, and that's why the cash flow report is not a stock report in the reports menu. You know, when you go into the reports menu, you have all of these different options. Cash flow really is not one of them. And the reason for that is because QuickBooks uses the information that you give it to to determine what is in the cash flow reports. Now, a cash flow report talks about three different types of money, and you may not even realize that you have three different types of money. You have operating money, <laughs> investing money, and financing money. And QuickBooks only knows the charts of accounts that you have created, but you have to be able to label them as operating money, financing, or investing. And once you do that, then QuickBooks can run the appropriate cash flow report and give you a, give you an idea of how much money you're going to need in the next 15 days, 30 days, or whatever interval you determine. So wow. there is a little bit of a little bit of configuration work that you need to do, but once you get that set up, it can really run it for you. So many of the people, you know, obviously listening to this, they say, oh, man, I love computers. I hate finances. That's why I own a shoebox is so I can put all my receipts in there you know, for the end of the year uh, or the end of the month or whatever. So can folks do this themselves without being you know, a certified public accountant? There's a loaded question. <laughs> if you have a basic knowledge of your accounting system, your accounting, your accounting needs, uh, the different types of accounts, and the information that you want to get out of QuickBooks, you could, with some work, uh, set it up yourself. However, if you have a bookkeeper in your office or you work with a CPA or an accounting firm, you may be better off just bringing them in and saying, I know this does it. How do I get the information out of here? And to set it up properly the first time will really save so much time and headaches that it's really worth you know, paying somebody a couple hundred dollars to come in, make sure that it's set up properly. Okay. So folks don't have to hire you necessarily. There's like pretty much any good... Uh, accountant or bookkeeper should be able to help them do this? In my experience, many CPAs out there in the world don't really know QuickBooks all that well. They know debits and credits and income statements and financials. So they could certainly help you set up a cash flow statement without any problem. Many bookkeepers out there, while they know QuickBooks, uh, bookkeepers are not typically accountant types. They're bookkeepers. So between your bookkeeper and your CPA, you should be able to get the job done pretty quickly. Uh, it may be more helpful to work with somebody who understands your business model and understands the type of business you're in, the information that you need for it to go in so that it comes out meaningful. Right. So do they need to hire me? No, not necessarily. <laughs> they, can find, they, they can find the professionals in their own community to do this work. So would it be more helpful then to find somebody who's like whatever they're called, a, a QuickBooks specialist than necessarily like their own accountant may not know QuickBooks, but a QuickBooks specialist would know how to do this? A QuickBooks specialist should know how to do this. This is Okay. All righty. And then um, you have been, um, I, I guess you've been in this business, you've been uh, an MSP, 
and you've got this financial thing going on, and you do a lot of work with IT pros. Um, do you work mostly in the Florida area, helping people straighten out their uh, finances? Ninety percent of my work is remotely. It's done remotely with IT professionals all around the country. I have clients in Massachusetts, North Carolina, Washington, California, Arizona. So it really matters not to me you know, what state you're sitting in. So it's just like the IT business that you're going to remote in and do it anyway, so it doesn't matter whether I'm across town or across the country. That's correct. Okay. And then, um, you know, in terms of making this understandable, because I know a lot of people, they turn off as soon as as soon as we started talking money. They're like, oh, you know, they're like one sentence into this podcast, they've already turned it off and gone somewhere else. How do we engage people to understand that that money is so central to their business? It seems obvious, but people just, like, they don't want to talk about it. You know, it's like it's like a really sore, sore subject for people. The first thing that we the first thing that we really need to do is make people to be not afraid of it. And and the reason that so many people may be or seem to be afraid of it is because they don't understand it. So if if I can break it down, forgive the pun Barney style and say, <laughs> "Okay, this is, you know, we take we have this information over here. This piece of paper comes into the building. What happens to it? And this is actually what I do with each client. Okay, so the bill comes in from your vendor, and you've ordered this part. D&H sends you this part, and it comes in. What happens to that piece of paper? What happens to that part? Oh, well, we give it to the tech, and they run out, and they replace the hard drive or whatever. Okay, but but there's a financial transaction involved with every part that's ordered, every part that's sold, every tech who is walking out the door to go to a customer. There is a financial transaction with every for every moment of every day in the business. And once you understand those financial transactions, then you can start to really see how it all comes together and then make use that information to make decent management decisions because the bottom line is is that we're not in this business to work for free we're in the business to make money and the more money we make the less more the less we have to work <laughs> at it and and the longer we get to stay in business <laughs> <laughs> and the longer you get to stay in business and keep making money right very good so um you're making two presentations and so since you know, I mean, my my clients look at me and they go, uh, "Computers, you're going to do two two presentations on computers? How is that even possible?" So when people look at finance, you know, they think, "Oh, there's going to be a finance presentation," but you're going to have two completely separate ones. Can you tell us a little bit of what those are? The first one that I want to, the first presentation I want to do is the reports. Regardless of what system you're using, you can get the information out of that accounting system. But what does the information tell you? And how can you look at a report and say this information is useful or it is not useful? And so what I want to do is take a look at the balance sheet, take a look at the P&L, and take a look at the cash flow statement. And I promise not to bore anybody to tears while I'm doing this. <laughs> really, I do. 
So if I can show you some maybe benchmarks, okay. So if you look at your gross profit margin and your gross profit is somewhere in the 25% range, well, what's the gross profit of your competitor down the road or maybe across town? So what are some benchmarks in the industry? Where should you be, and how can you get that number to be where it, is, where it needs to be? If your gross profit number is at 95%, is it possible maybe you're miscategorizing some stuff? Because it's not likely that you have a 95% gross profit margin. So we'll talk a little bit about what those are, and we'll talk about some benchmarks, and we'll talk about how to take a look at your inventory and the balance sheet and the accounts payable versus the receivables and you know um, how long your uh, your bills your customer invoices are staying in receivables and what's the norm how long should they stay in receivables everybody says well i have 15 day terms but are they really being paid in 15 days so those are some of the things we're going to look at first is how to read the information that comes out the second session is after we've gone through the information that we are receiving from the accounting system, the second one is really going to be more based toward QuickBooks and how to get this information, this useful information, into and out of QuickBooks. And I'm going to show an awful lot of tips how to get around in QuickBooks and how to um, reconfigure maybe your chart of accounts, how to set up your cash flow statements, and how to pull customized information out of QuickBooks so that you can use it for management. All right. So this is kind of like if you could go back to the first week that you were in business, this is what you should have done. So if you, <laughs> if you haven't done it yet after, you know, 10 years, uh, let's go ahead and get it done and uh, and then make your life easier going forward. It's funny. I work with so many clients that – and I say to them, well, we're going to spend one in, an hour to an hour and a half each week working together, and you have that um, that time for me. And in six weeks, you're not even going to recognize your business or your finances because they're going to make so much more sense. And Very none cool. of them ever believe me until we get to that fifth week, and they all say, wow, I, I can't believe how much I've learned. Nice. All right. Well, um the the two presentations are going to be on I guess Tuesday and Thursday, and uh, the the conference is June twenty fifth, sixth, seventh, which means it it's coming up in about a month, and prices go up June first. So if you want to register, um, you will obviously get a great deal in June, but you're going to get a better deal in May. So I encourage everybody to go to smbonlineconference.com. And check that out. And Rayanne, if folks want to get a hold of you just for fun, how do they? What's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Well, of course, you can email me at Rayanne R A Y A N N E at abcsolutionsfl.com, or my phone number is seven two seven three three zero six one two zero. All right, and the it's uh, ABC Solutions Florida, so it's abcsolutionsfl.com. Correct. Very cool. Well, thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Carl. It was fun.